Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel Lindsay. What's up, Van? What's up with you? Like, you walked into a very, very serious conversation that we were having. Uh, what? As Van. part of... You walked into something, you know, <laughs> something very serious. Well, and, since I, I didn't hear that conversation, I'd rather we not talk about it because, you, you know, I wasn't, pri- I wasn't Just, privy to that, to that conversation. Rach, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. It was mm-hmm. productive. You know, I'm okay. getting prepared for a move here. Um, I was babysitting. My friend, one of my oldest friends, is having um, a baby in the next week. So right. I was babysitting the girls. Um, my team lost this weekend. You were babysitting the weekend. kids that they already have? Yeah, the kids they already have. Okay. She's having her third. Um, Damn. Okay. Yeah, 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 Put, yeah. Putting that thing to use. What? It's just so inappropriate. What's inappropriate about it? It's like she's about to give birth. You know, it's just her third child, bring mm-hmm. life into this world. And you're like, putting that thing to use. You just made it sound <laughs> so dirty. God, it's just... not dirty. It's what we say. <laughs> it's just, anyway. It. It's a blessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my friend, Premier. Uh, she listens to the podcast. So she's definitely going to hear you Her name about is this. Premier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Van, I'm going to keep going. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Oh, wow. I had dinner mm-hmm. with um, Bree, one of the girls from Matt James' season. Oh, really? Do you remember her? Yeah. Yeah. We had dinner. What'd you, what'd you, we what'd talked you talk- about a lot. I can't, I cannot, I cannot can't talk, talk about, about it. it. But it was, a, it was a great conversation. She's, she's lovely. Really enjoyed my time with her. So yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm telling you, very productive. I cleaned out my closet. I went to Goodwill. Um, I mailed off yeah. some stuff. Like things I've been putting off, I was able to take care of this weekend. So it was good. What about you? It was cool. It was a cool weekend. It was a chill day on Saturday. I watched my new favorite show, which is Last Chance You Basketball. Okay. Netflix. Fantastic. Is it? It's on my list. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Deshaun Hyler, his story. Joe Hammond, KJ Allen. All of these guys are on Last Chance You Basketball. Fantastic. I, I, I was able to get into that. Uh, just chilled and kind of, you know, got my, my ducks in a row for this week, you know, inching closer and closer and closer to the Academy Awards. We're going to have very exciting news well, about the movie pretty soon. one thing you didn't soon, cross off your list. Which is what? Getting the haircut? Mm-hmm. Still, I'm still there. I'm, I'm a pound and a half oh, away. Oh, I know. A pound and well, a half. Well, you should be able to knock that out tonight. It's going to... Hey, look. It comes when it comes. All right? It comes when it comes. <laughs> and by, by the way, uh, one of the funniest direct messages I ever got, I was walking down Pico, uh, and I got a direct message, and it said, Yo, Van, you all right, bro? I just saw you walking on Pico, and I started to stop and give you some change. <laughs> <laughs> did you know this person? I did not. It was just a random person. <laughs> like, man, I just saw you walking on Pico, bro. I started to stop and give you some change, man. I'm in my I'm in my savage stage right now. I I, I am very, very much so a wild man. Um, I do have a little story to tell. Oh, will you, great! Will, will you indulge me? Uh, absolutely. I'm gonna talk for a second. Okay. Uh. And I'm I'm going to ask the help and the assistance of all the thought warriors here. This is a semi-serious story. Okay, uh, so let me stop smiling. Okay. 
So I was taking Bozeman out on Friday. Um, I was taking Bozeman out on Friday. And I saw one of my neighbors who was walking back from Yoshinoya, uh, the fast food Japanese bowl place that I've never had the heart to try. It just doesn't seem like it should exist. I don't do it. Um, but it's one of the oldest fast food restaurants around. That's actually true. Uh, but I've never, I've never, I've never tried it. But he goes back and forth there all the time. And, you know, he's an older guy. He moves a little slow. And he, Friday I was having a bad day. It's like a little bit of an off day for me. He passes by. He goes, uh, how you doing? I like, I go, I'm okay. He goes, I think you're going to be doing better than okay. I think you're going to be doing fabulous by the time you go to sleep tonight. And I, wow. I told him, I go, hey, you know what, man? Like, thank you. I really needed that. You know, I really appreciate that. I, I really needed that. Thank you very much. And I said, every time I see you, you're always so positive. You're so positive. Like, it, it's amazing. And he goes, well, mm-hmm. like, so many things are going on. Positivity is the only way that you can deal with them. I'm like, great. It's amazing. Very nice. That was Friday. Sunday, I'm taking Bozeman out. I see that same guy. He's walking towards me. Walking slow. He's got his mask on. Got his Yoshinoya in his hand. And he says, hey, I want to tell you something. He's like, do you know why I'm so positive? And I went, no, why? He goes, because I'm dying. True story. Hmm. He goes, I have about 25% of my lung capacity. Hmm. And I have about 25% of my cardiac capacity left. Mm. I'm dying. I have advanced lung disease. I have advanced heart disease. I'm dying. He goes, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. The only way that I can make it through every day is to put positivity out in the world. The only thing that, only reason why I don't give up, and he's crying now. Mm. is because I have to put positivity out in the world. And then he says, uh, I haven't told anybody that. Oh, my gosh. That's what he told me. He said, I haven't told anyone that. And I stood there paralyzed by the moment, not knowing what I should say. Yeah. Having no clue what I should say. And even still, I don't know how to respond. Like, because we're in COVID, he's got a mask on. I can't go give him a hug. Right. I can't, especially, you know, I've been partly vaccinated, but especially if I was asymptomatic and then I hugged him, it would really, right. for someone uh, in his in his health situation, I had... I just, we just locked eyes and he just made his way slowly down the street. And I feel like I, I'm talking about it now because there are very few moments where I have no response. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know what you say. Mm -hmm. And this, this dude, older white guy has just an amazingly beautiful spirit. Yeah. Just like. He appreciates life in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, what did you what did you end up saying to him? Nothing. We just we kind of stood there, and he went, "I know." I went, 
I just kind of went, he's, I know. And then he just walked on. You know what I would ask him? Like, this is the first thought that popped into my head. I would ask him, well, one, like, what could I do for you? You know, I know he's dying, but still. Uh, but two, why he chose to tell you? I don't know. That's what I would ask. I bet you he has an answer for it. I don't know. He I comes out. He... I see him. I greet him with a smile. He greets me with a smile. And I guess one day he saw me without a smile. Mm-hmm. And he saw fit, even in with what he's battling, he saw fit to try to give me a smile. And I guess this was a day that he couldn't have a smile because it was, even as he was walking up, uh, his eyes were red mm. and uh, I couldn't give him a smile back. And it's like, I don't know. It's like one of the rare times that, uh, that I didn't have, I didn't have a comeback. Yeah. So it's just weird. So look, no, if you're out, I mean, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, so I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're listening to the podcast, and um, do you have any idea what you feel like would be comforting, or if you want to give me some advice on like how to have an interaction with my neighbor now that I know this. Uh, I am more than willing to listen to any of those things, but it really floored me. And I, I don't know. I, I have no... I, but yeah. Van, look at what he gave you. That's how... I mean, it's... He told you for a reason. The first time, the first day he he asked you or he, he gave you something positive because I don't know if something made him feel like he needed to tell you that. But however you were looking, maybe he felt like he could feel you needed that. And then it's almost like he told you that again because not because he was sharing his information. It's more of like to appreciate life in every single moment because you're never going to forget that. You're always going to think about that. Very true. That moment, that exchange, that's what he gave you in that moment. Like to, to, to cherish every moment, to cherish life, to be, to find positivity, even when things seem hopeless. Somebody listening to this podcast needed to hear that story. That's what he gave you. You never know what people are going through. No, you don't. And I would tell him that when you see him, like what he gave you in that moment. Oh, man, oh, man, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Like, just I didn't know if I could pray with him because I didn't know if he. Sure. Sometimes you try to pray with people and they don't. That offends them. Uh, if it would have been last summer, well, not last summer, if it had been summer before last, I would have just gave him a hug or yeah. it's just, and it's uh, like, and the entire time he's talking, like Bozeman is trying to play with him because he can't, you know, he doesn't know the difference. He just sees life and he sees something to interact with and something to, so it's crazy. Crazy, man. Well, Copper just had surgery today, so. Oh, copper had surgery when he tore his ACL? No, please don't put that on my my child. I don't think uh, dogs have no, ACLs. No, he's got like a... No, no. I know people... It's very expensive when your dog tears that. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh. no, it's very... Thousands of dollars if you don't have pet insurance. Um, He had like a little fatty lump that had to... I had got it tested twice. Wait a minute. Hold on. I know you didn't send copper to get lipo. 
You need to tell. Oh, hold on, man. See what Didn't I'm saying? Didn't even cross my mind. I, hold on for a second. Well, hold on for a second. Stop. Copper no, over said, here. Stop. Copper. Stop. You mean to tell me Copper went to Beverly Hills and stop. he's like, Copper got lipo. Did Copper stop. get a BBL? Stop. Wait a minute. Copper got a Brazilian butt lift. You Copper got it. The fat take down and put it in his butt. Will not. Rachel over here, Trudy, you hear this? No. Rachel over here paying for BBLs for dogs. You will not make fun of my child's medical condition. He's got a fatty lump. I had to test it twice because it grew to make sure that it wasn't cancerous. Mm -hmm. It's not, but because it's growing, I had it removed. So he had it removed today. So now he's in a cone. And then Cop will be the exact same size. And. He got fatty. Thing. I bet he got a fatty, fatty He had fatty to get lump. his teeth. He had to get his... He's got some... Uh, you know, he's older. He's about seven. Almost seven. So and he, he got veneers? Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's oh the next my time? God. I, I will Wait say no minute. more. Copper, no got, more. <laughs> Copper got a BBL. <laughs> and he got no. veneers. What? Is Copper an Instagram I'm model? I'm, well, he does have an Instagram page. Well, see what I'm saying? I'm telling you, but Copper... No. Next... Go to Copper shit right now. Copper and Fashion Nova right now. <laughs> oh, is, this... <laughs> is he okay, though? Seriously. He's fine. I got a call from the doctor. He's, he's fine. That's dope. That's dope. Will right. post a picture of Copper tomorrow because I need people to understand. That sounds like an L.A. <laughs> thing, though, right? It so sounds... <laughs> All right, let's take a break real quick. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear. Especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Okay, uh, Lil Mama, you remember her? Remember Lil Mama? Lip gloss is cool. My lip gloss is popping. That was a song, T-Boss, right? T-Boss. Yeah, yeah, T-Boss and the TLC T-Boss. biopic. Oh, you yeah, she was T-Boss and the TLC. That's probably the last thing. That's probably the last thing. I don't watch that shit. I don't watch none of that shit. When they do okay. that shit, like, okay. like uh, VH1. Like Lifetime Lo- movies? Lifetime biopic. Those people be deserving better, man. They do. I you don't You mean watch the that. people that they're, the, the originals? I heard Wendy's was pretty person. good. I heard Which Wendy's, Whitney? Wind, oh, Wendy. Wendy. I heard Wendy's she, was pretty good. She did a really good... It was so fast, though. It felt like a bunch of um, vignettes because mm. there was so much to her life and they rushed it in two hours. It was good. Right. So I heard Wendy's was good. But um, 
Other than that, I try not to watch those. But so she, Lil Mama was in that. She was in the TLC one, is what you're saying. Yeah, she played she's T-Boss. No, she wasn't. She was left eye. I think I just made this. She was left eye. You don't know <laughs> nothing right I now. I saw it, though. I, well, she was, but she was, I know she was in it. I know she was in it. She was left eye. She was left eye. She, she was left eye. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Lil Mama is decides she's going to help her fellow man. She is going to start a heterosexual rights movement. At least she said this on Twitter. So this is what happened to Lil Mama. Uh, she used to be a host on a show that I loved, loved with a capital L called America's Best Dance Crew. Did you watch that? I've seen some episodes. It was amazing. Randy Jackson would come out. It was Randy Jackson presents America's Best Dance Crew. Randy Jackson would come out at the beginning or at the end of the show, but they had... Uh, J.C. Chazé was a yes! was a was a judge. Yeah, okay, I do remember. I do remember. They had another guy remember. that was a judge, and he got us in trouble. And then, um, but they had the Jabberwockies were on there. Fanny Pack was on there. That's when I watched. Super it. Crew was on okay. there. It was a great show, and she was on there uh, for a little while too. So, I guess, uh, and I couldn't find the clip. I couldn't find the clip of exactly what she said on the show, but it was transphobic. Or uh, according to she Twitter, she said. Quote. Okay, go ahead. You have the okay. quote? No, you got she the quote. She said, go ahead. quote, I just feel that you always have to remember your truth. You were born a man and you are becoming a woman. That's what she told a transgender dance crew leader um, on America's Best Dance Crew in 2009. Yeah. Well, number one, that's not her truth, little mama. That's your truth. So, number one, that just pisses me off when people do stuff like that. That's and but for full for Full disclosure, we asked Lil Mama to join us on Higher Learning today. We did. She passed. She declined just so, so that we didn't uh, take her words out of context or anything like that. Uh, I'm sure they're trying to figure out what it is that they're going to say or what it is they're going to do. Anyway, so she doubled down on that. She got criticized for it. She then did an Instagram Live where basically she talked about the fact, she did an Instagram Live with Riza Islam where she talked about the fact that she thinks it is damaging to children and that they are trying to that she thinks that there is an LGBTQ plus agenda that is potentially damaging to children. Um, and they're using that agenda to sort of depopulate the population. It's kind of what she said. Uh, you guys can go listen to this uh, yourself, but she talked about it. She said, if you're old enough and you want to have gender reassignment surgery and you want to do certain things, that's fine. But she feels as if it's being pushed on children for a specific agenda, she wants to start a heterosexual rights movement. Your thoughts, Rachel? <laughs> you know, my first thought was, I had to re-look at it when you said Lil Mama. I was like, Lil Mama? That's who's saying this? I honestly thought the worst thing that Lil Mama could do was... um. <laughs> When she hopped on stage uninvited at, that, that? At, at the New Jay-Z? York performance yeah. yeah, with Alicia Keys and Jay-Z, Jay-Z and yeah. waltzed, waltzed up on stage and, and crossed her arms and put her back to Jay-Z. I thought that was the worst thing that she could do until this moment right here. Um, I don't understand what Lil Mama's doing. Obviously, when I was when I was looking into this, I had no idea that back in 2009 she had made comments before that were transphobic. So here we are in 2021 and you are still thinking that way 12 years later and you're double doubling down on it. And not only are you expressing your opinions, now you want to start an entire movement. 
That's deep. I thought somebody needs to do a wellness. Something's, something is wrong. Seriously, seriously wrong with her. And the fact that she wants to start a movement about, about being straight. Is that what it is? To defend straight people? Yeah, not, she not, says I'm, she feels like, and I can read it exactly the post itself. What she said was that she feels like uh, there are a lot of people, a lot of straight people out there who have, who have opinions and who want to say things, but they are afraid of bullying from the LGBTQ plus community. She is sick of it. Uh, this was exactly what she said. Y'all fight so hard to be respected. And some of y'all, not all, get a kick out of bullying people for having an opinion. How they dress, how their hair or how their makeup looks, how much money they have, etc. cetera. Uh, there are so many people afraid to give their honest opinion because if they do, the LGBTQ plus community will hear what they hear what they want to hear and take statements out of context. I don't have to prove myself by reminding people I have loved ones of the LGBTQ plus community. When I speak, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm just speaking my truth, just like you all. But you know what? Like, she's gone beyond speaking what she's calling her truth. You're trying to start a whole movement and gather people and rally people to go against an entire community. Like, and you want to, I just don't understand why people want to be oppressed so bad, why people want to find a reason that, 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 that people are, are, are hating on them or whatever it is that she's trying to create. The fact that she's trying to make herself seem like some type of victim in all of this, the fact that she's, you're, you're taking a group who, there are certain institutions that are out here to exclude them and to exterminate them for being who they are, how they identify. And you're trying to equate yourself to their struggle. It just makes absolutely no sense. Like just go away and be ignorant and dumb and, and take that with you somewhere else. But to rally a whole bunch of people to, to basically who are going to go against who these people are and what they believe not what they believe, but just who they are, uh, who they are and how they identify is insane to me. I'm not huh. understanding the motive behind all of this. Well, I think the motive behind it is very simple. I think a lot of times when people say, if you ask me my opinion, um, since we're all allowed to give our opinions and not really <laughs> just spot them off, I think she sees something inherently wrong with the community, right? And well, so, obviously, yeah. And so, and the way that you know this is the way people paint things is always in some nefarious way, right? So there's like a, a silent connection made between LGBTQ people and then kids. It's how it gets done. What happens is, well, what about a kid that needs to that that identifies in a certain way? Well, what about a child? Well, what about this? Don't you don't you feel that this part this is wrong for kids? This is for kids, the kids. See, anytime something we want to believe that something is dangerous, what we do is, or make people believe that something is dangerous, we always pit it against innocence, right? Because as you, when you become an adult, people then say, hey, well, adults do a whole bunch of things that we don't agree with or whatever. Adults can do whatever. But to really drive home to people who you are trying to persuade that something is bad, that you make innocence its adversary. So then you ask people a question. You go, would you want your children doing this? Did little mama do this? This is exactly what she did. Because what she said when she was on her Instagram live, was she said, hey, I think that, you know, when my, when my, and you, you guys can listen to Instagram live, when my little niece walks up to me and says, mm. hey, I want to be a boy because boys can do this and boys can do that and boys can do this and boys can do that. 
you tell her, hey, you don't want to be a boy. Girls can do that too. Well, whatever. What if she makes that decision? And then later on, she decides that she doesn't want to be that anymore. Okay. First of all, that happening is exceedingly rare. Exceedingly rare. Yeah. All right? But the other part of it is, when your niece comes up to you and she says that to you, you know what you can say to her? You can say whatever you want to your niece. You can say whatever you want to your kid. Exactly. And then, and then that person, that child, can then grow on a trajectory of either being supported by their parent or being at odds with their parent. But I tell you what you can't do. Whether you agree, disagree, or kind of get it, is you can't look at somebody else's relationship with their child and tell them what they are supposed to do. Like you exactly. can't. You, you, you can't at all. By the way, by and large, nobody's having gender reassignment surgery at 12, 11, That's 10 years old. That's what I'm saying. Like this, this is not happening. These are all red herrings and things being thrown out there. I'm going to be honest with you. Is, do I understand everything about the experience of LGBTQ people? No, I don't. I don't at all. But because I don't understand everything about their experience, I don't assert that I do. What Little Mama is doing more than anything is showing us just how much stupidity can be a torturous weapon. She doesn't mm-hmm. know what she talks about. She's wrong. She thinks she's right. And, and so the reality is that just who asked you? I'm, I'm a heterosexual. I didn't ask you. I didn't, I, I'm heterosexual. I didn't ask you to start a group for me. No. I didn't ask you. But apparently this is, I did not, as I was like really reading into this and going deep, apparently this is a trend that like this movement she's referring to. Did you see this? It's like they're calling themselves super straight because they're saying they're getting accused for being transphobic because they wouldn't date a trans woman or transgender man. And so they're creating this whole movement of, well, I'm just going to call myself super straight because straight isn't enough anymore. Because if you're straight, but you say you only date like cisgender, then people will calling you transphobic. Who so, cares? I agree with you. Who you would date. I agree with you. Do you know how you know that they're privileged? Do you know how you know that this is coming from a place of privilege? Ain't nobody ask you about that. Exactly. Like, but like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody, nobody, ain't nobody ask you about that. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. Would you do what? What you would do? Who cares who you want to sleep with? Nobody. Nobody asked you. All we're asking you is you not to make who you want to sleep with, or how you want to be, or what you identify as, as a mark of of a superior human experience. Right. 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 So. Yeah. That, that that's it. You can do whatever you want, but don't say that. You can that do whatever you want. You are my, required to date a certain way, have sex yeah. a certain way, but to organize a, 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 like a whole, like just to organize a movement around it all is the issue. Like that, it, it's so ironic. Like you're, then you're basically persecuting people because you're saying you're being persecuted. It's it's just, it's just nobody so Nobody is persecuting so little mama. Nobody is persecuting nobody. her. She said something that people disagree with and people they doing what they do. Remember, you you have a right to an opinion, but you don't have a right to a choir that's just going to sing on command. Mm. 
You have a right. You have a right to an opinion. Think whatever you want to think. Say whatever you want to say. But that don't mean that we can't say whatever we want to say. And what she was talking about, to be honest with you, doesn't align itself with any type of statistical analysis or with most of the experiences of the people that I know that represent that community. She's talking about anecdotally what's coming to kill your kids. And the reality is when people start talking about that, it has less to do with understanding the human experience and more to do with subjugating the human experience. Right. So she got to do better. All right. Uh, Sweetie and Quavo broke up. Which we alluded to this on the last podcast, but you weren't quite privy to this information. But now it's official. At the time, Sweetie had not made a statement. Yeah. She said she broke up with Quavo after too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. I don't know what the false narrative was. Do you know what the false narrative was? Who's degrading Sweetie's character? What did they say about her? I haven't done too much on her behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating. Well, that what is this my... false narrative that was I circulating mean, I think about Sweetie? Does I think it's more. Know? I think she's more so referring to the fact that they have this picture-perfect relationship when in reality they don't. So maybe degrading her character in the sense that she's, I don't know. I don't, maybe the degrading character is, is throwing me off. But the false so, narrative is that they have a picture-perfect relationship and they don't. So Quavo, uh, he gave her a Bentley for Christmas. He he didn't take back the Bentley. People were talking about this. They went back and forth. They both right. e- each alluded to things about each other's characters. So I guess the, the takeaway here is that I guess people are saying that Quavo was cheating. She said it. She said it. Okay, let me ask you a question. Quavo is how old? 29. He's 29 years old. He's a 29-year-old rapper. Okay. I don't have any. I, go ahead. Is it fair? Um, oh, I'm asking. Yes, well, it's fair. Oh, You're going to be in a relationship and okay. commit to me. Oh, okay. Don't commit to me then. I'm, 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 I'm not saying that it's. I know where you're going. Not, I know not, where you're so, going. Wait, I'm not so if saying, you're a rapper in your 20s no, and the no, no, world no, 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 is no. at your feet. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, he, that what he did was not wrong. Of course it was. Okay. What I'm saying is, should she not expect? No, see, that's not right. Okay. Because All right. That's not right. No, 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 no. That's not fair. So if you have, if you check off these things off a list, a woman should expect you to not, not ex- be faithful. Not ex- not, no, 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 no. I'm not saying, what I'm saying is that. That is exactly sur- what you said. Is it a surprise? Yes. They've been together for three years. He is in a public relationship with her. I'm not going to fault her for trusting that he was faithful There's to her no if fault. he promised if he promised that to her that's not fair to say to expect for him to be a certain way just because that is a stereotype of a person who's in their 20s and a rich and a rapper and like can have it's anybody he wants he you just said that you I said didn't that, say that it was a stereotype, stereotype. What yes I would you say said is, it's expect it's a, it's an expectation what i'm saying is that they're kids all right, he's not super Man, young, but that, that, they they've been together how long? Don't they give got together when they were twenty six. Don't give an kids. excuse to Quavo for him acting. It wouldn't even be Quavo. Step it would be. It would be outside. even if it were even if it were her. Even if it were her, I'd be like, "Come on, man, they're kids." Because she's come out before in interviews and talk about how like she hasn't been in a lot of relationships because you know like she's very sensitive to that or, or she's like she keeps that like close to the chest like she doesn't really put herself out there so it takes for her uh, a lot for her to open herself up and give herself to someone in that way mm-hmm. and then he's out here 
basically everybody thought Offset was the one with the who was stepping out. And it turns right. out it was Quavo the whole time. And it turns out, based on how she tweeted about it, that she knew about it. And he seemed to be, I guess, asking for forgiveness with a Bentley or a Birkin or something like whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. I'm glad you bring up the Birkins. I'm glad you bring up Ella We talked Bir- about that. Ella Birkonian. Okay. What did she say? <laughs> she said that if your man can't buy you a Birkin bag, then give him back to the streets. Now, listen. Uh, let me... Hold on for a second. Let me put on my toxicity. Ah, put on my toxic cloak. Oh, <laughs> it feels so good. To, I was just righteous a second ago. Now I'm about to get toxic. <laughs> Don't you think that commodifying a relationship like that commodifying it, saying that a person, a human being, that it, that if a person can't deliver you certain goods, doesn't that type of transactional sort of, I don't know, structure lend itself to somebody thinking that if they take care of you, that they could do whatever they want? Okay. No. Only if. Okay. Only if. Because we talked about this and I like was uh-huh. not cool with her making that type of comment. We talked about this. We had this conversation. To me, it only lends toward what you're saying if you accept it after they did something like that, right? So you step out, you do something wrong, and you want to ask for forgiveness by giving me something material. Then it's an issue. Right. Then it's like, yeah, yeah, that's the only way it is. But I mean, listen... We talked about that. She addressed that later on in an interview. I didn't know this until I was uh-huh. looking all this up. But she said, <laughs> she said, the quote she said is, if you're not getting, if if he's not getting you a Birkin, if he's not paying your bills, then throw him back to the streets. And she's, and she talks about, she said that because that's what comes along with being valued. So she's putting her value in a purse, in a car, in gifts. And that's what shows you have, it comes with quote, having a healthy relationship. It comes with getting gifts. It comes with being spoiled. The, I, I, look, first of all, this is way, not excuses behavior, but it just lets me know that like you're valuing the, the wrong things in a relationship. Cause that no, ain't love wait, giving you materialistic thing. things. Obviously, thing. obviously it's not, that might be love for her, but that's not what she said. She didn't say so. So here's the thing: that might be love for her, because she know, says that she says that determines a that that shows value, and it comes with a healthy relationship. Right, right. Clearly so, not, because you well, left him. I know, but this is what I'm saying. People have to understand. It. Many people look at this different ways. Okay. But she she didn't say that this is what I need. She says this is what everybody needs, because yes. she said if you if your man isn't doing this, then throw him back to the streets. And so what I'm what I'm looking at that when I look at something like that is like you have to think that if you look at things that way that there's going to be something on the other side that comes with that. You always you have to believe So your guy can't spoil you with gifts and that means that there has to that he has to be doing something on the other side of it. I'm, no, I'm telling you that if it was about feeling and connection and all of the, uh, and all of that stuff, 
than it would be about that stuff. If it's about what somebody can do for you, somebody that would enter into a relationship and be be comfortable with the relationship being about what it is that they can do for you, right? Mm -hmm. Things that they can spin you. That's probably a person that's going to look at gra- at self gratification in a very specific way. So to me, when that I lo- part I agree. So so to me, I look at this entire thing kind of in a holistic thing. She's allowed to when women say that they have to that they need Birkin bags or they need stuff like that or they need their bills paid. I don't have any problem with that. I don't either. I don't. But what I will tell you that is there's a very specific type of man that is going to do all of that. And then not do a bunch of other things. There's a very specific type of guy that's going to completely take care of you, right? Complete, I, completely. I'm not doubting you. Completely think, do all of that stuff. Most guys that do that, they do that so they don't have to hear what you're talking about. Okay. I'm not going to disagree with that. I more so think the moment that, because she says it, she's like, she says something about a Band-Aid. She says, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is her quote? Man, I can't find it. Hold on. I can't find the quote. She says something about yeah, the, I got it. I got it. Thank you. She said she said presents don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. So that's okay. my issue. She's basically she allowed him to give her gifts to excuse his behavior. And he just continued to do it. She's still a young woman. Like, I, I'm sure they'll both figure out what it is that works for them in a relationship and what doesn't work for them in a relationship. Well, this ain't uh, it. it. It doesn't seem like it is. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it is. But I can tell you what. It was a broke nigga holiday when, when, it, when, they, got, when they broke up because there is nothing more fragile than the male ego. And every single guy when I tell you there's nothing more fragile, I've said this before, than the male ego. The male ego is so fragile. Like, literally... You don't men, have to tell me. I already like, know. I know guys that judge their worth off how well they paid, played in the last pickup basketball game they were in. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, so simple. You go, you, go to the, you go to the hoop, you score, you score, you score. For the whole weekend, you'll feel dope. But if you play bad, especially around some guys you didn't know, like, you're not going to feel good about that till you get back on the court. That's how, the, like, men are are like that in a lot of ways. Uh, not every man, but men are like that in a lot of ways. So when she, when they broke up and she was talking about the presents don't matter, like, all my homies that can't afford Birkins was like, hell yeah, we back now, out here. <laughs> now the presents don't matter. Listen, can we just talk for a second, too. though, about how Quavo ain't shit? For um, his for his response, you are not say? the woman I thought you were. I don't even I'm understand I'm disappointed that. that you did all that. Because she aired out his dirty laundry. He's right. mad. He's more like, just break up with me and just keep it moving. You ain't got to tell everybody what I was out here doing. You ain't got to dog me in the process. He's mad about that. Like, I don't, I, like, I, I hate that he said that to her. He, Quavo ain't shit. But I'm sure his DMs were popping too. <laughs> wait, wait, you don't like Quavo anymore. Like you're that's why. It. That's why. Shout out! To, shout out to the Wild Aces who beat Quavo's team in the champ in the People's Championship in FCF football this weekend. So are he, got, you he looking took at, two. He took two L's this week. Are you looking at Quavo as toxic now? Is Quavo in the future category for you? <laughs> He's not in the future category. I'm not because future. 
future. He's not, a, he's not in the future category. Future is because there's there's different there's different levels of toxic, right? Future yeah, is Hall no. of Fame toxic. Yeah, no, Quavo Quavo's not there. <laughs> like 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 future is uh, future is the uh, why I say future is like an expert gaslighter. He is well, an expert gaslighter. This is gaslighting right here. So he, I mean, he's at least, he's ta- definitely taking a page out of Future's book. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Hey, Rachel is going down in Miami right now. <laughs> It's not funny. It's going down. Yo, Miami is fucking silly. (laughs) Seriously, man. Miami, Miami looks, Miami looks so crazy right now. Like they'll, they send clips out. I saw, I've seen clips of just, it's like, it's every part of ratchet culture at the same time. I'll see a clip in Miami. I legitimately saw a clip of a, a waiter Running after oh, a guy yeah. who has skipped out on his bill, right? And boom, when you watch that clip, it's girls twerking in the clip as well. It's fights, it's twerking, it's nobody with fast a mask. Fast cars. Fast cars. <laughs> with those little, what do you call those little cars with the three seats? What do you call them? What do you call those little cars? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like, and everybody's out there doing the wrong thing at the same time. Miami right now is called the wrong thing. It. Is that how you pictured how people would be when the world opens up? I feel uh, like they just yeah, jumped ahead because everybody keeps talking about how wild it's going to be, right? Sodom and Gomorrah. That's what that's what Miami looks like. People were like, we can't wait. It's spring uh, break. You're not about to take a second spring break away from us. We're out here. And every, yeah. I mean, you saw you saw the video with the crowd, just a sea of people standing on top of cars, all singing the same song. Couldn't figure out what song it was. I mean, right. it's... It was like lift every voice and sing. Taking... <laughs> That's the song that was they were singing. Lift every voice and sing. No, they weren't. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is like, Brian's out there. He's like, you don't understand because we live across the bay, 
So mm-hmm. you can see South Beach from where we where we live and you see the freeways going over. So they stopped apparently or they were supposed to stop the freeways, mm-hmm. uh, the traffic. So you couldn't get into South Beach unless you were staying at a hotel, which is everybody. Right. That's right. the issue. Nobody's leaving South Beach. Everybody's staying there. Said it's just packed wall to wall to wall. So, you know, people were probably just getting out their cars in the freeway. Having what if a you party. saw what if you saw Brian out there? No, no, we're not gonna do this. First copper. What, what, now Brian. We're not doing this Brian thing. We're not attacking my whole live. family. <laughs> Brian out there getting live, like, you know. Uh, I'd be like, y'all wanna see a dead body? Oh, exactly, <laughs> right? So look, uh there was a there's an APM curfew there in the entertainment district, uh, district. They were firing pepper balls in yes. into the crowd. I don't Everybody know, just man. just turns people up even more. I, I, I think that people get turned up. People eating them pepper balls. <laughs> God, boom. That tastes like some Tony Satchery's. Ah! Man, put that little baby on, man. I'm trying to get that Pusheisty. Man, put that Pusheisty on. I don't think no I would cop. be scared man, put that Pusheisty on. <laughs> They're going nuts in Miami. They're going nuts <laughs> in my in my. And spring break is not just one week, y'all. We have to see the same thing next weekend too. I know it's crazy. They're gonna have to bring in the X Men. <laughs> Seriously, they're gonna Did have you, to bring in superhuman the fighters, X-Men. the okay, X Men, to get the people. This out isn't of, this isn't Ringerverse, but if you want to plug it for a second, go ahead. So funny, Wolverine <laughs> out there slashing people up. Go ahead. Uh, um. This did you ever go to Miami back when everybody used to go Memorial Weekend? Because this is Memorial Weekend behavior. Yeah, 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 See, I never did. I went when everybody switched it up and started going to Vegas. I went to Vegas too. That All, became the move. I've been, I've been, I've been to the Holy Grail of Ratchet, the like the the Infinity Gauntlet of Ratchet Spring Breaks. Okay, this is the Infinity Gauntlet of Ratchet Spring Breaks in Miami or Vegas. Uh, no, this is all of them. I'm gonna give you all of this, the Infinity Gauntlet of Ratchet Spring Breaks okay. right here. This is all of them. If you if you've collected all of these rings, you ratchet like me. Daytona Beach. You went to Daytona? Hell yeah. <laughs> Daytona okay. Beach. Mm-hmm. Freaknik, I did underage. Uh, Daytona. Is Beach. it Freaknik in Daytona Beach? No, Freaknik is in Atlanta, and that is was it? just you. Yeah. We're going to need you to go ahead and tone it down if you don't know where Freaknik is. No, so I you, know what Freaknik is. No, I didn't know it, it, where it, it was. It, Sorry, it, it's before my time. Oh, yeah. I guess you can make that excuse. I definitely know what it is. is. Okay. Okay. I definitely know what Freaknik See, is. See, that's how I know. You know why you weren't at Freaknik? Because I was too young? Because the judge had you in there watching Benny Hinn. That's why. You wanted to go to spring break, and the judge was like, there shall be no spring break because Jesus never took I a break. I was way too young to hit Jesus doesn't take off the season to save souls. Now, Van, get how around. old were you? Van, how old were you going to Freaknik? I was a little, I was a little too young. Like, we went, the, like, we was, but by the time I went, like, it wasn't Freaknik, Freaknik. It wasn't it was what like, it was, yeah. No, but it was like, but I went like 97, 98, I was 17, 18, yeah, you know what I mean? I was 12. Anyway, yeah, come so, on now. So here's the thing. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Okay, keep going. Freak okay, Nick, so Daytona. Daytona, Freak Nick, mm-hmm. Kappa Beach Party yes. in Galveston, Texas. I do know Kappa Beach Party. Kappa Beach Party in Galveston. These are the three. Miami. Mm-hmm. And the fifth is Vegas. These are the five ratchet <laughs> spring break stones. And I got the whole gauntlet. 
I'm I not. Went I'm to three out of, I'm three out of five. I'm three out of five. I got that. And that don't even get me started on like white ratchet. Don't get me started on Panama City or South yes, Padre I'm, Island. South like, Padre. It, don't don't get don't get me started <laughs> on Cancun. Don't get me started on Cancun senior. Don't get me started on that. All right, but I went to all of them. That's why when I see this type of energy, it lets me know I'm you getting You get excited? Old. No, it lets me know I'm getting <laughs> old because I think I'm like the judge. I look at these kids and I'm like, where's the guidance? <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, it's really too lit in Miami right now. Um, but, uh, but there's a racial element to this. There's a, there's a, um, there is an APM curfew and Stephen Hunter Johnson who is the chairman of the Miami-Dade County Black Affairs Advisory Board, told the Miami Herald, I was very disappointed. I think when they when they're young Black people on South Beach, the response is, oh, my God, we have to do something. Do you agree with that sentiment from uh, Mr. Hunter Johnson? I guess I only see young Black people on South... I, I only know to see Black people on South Beach. I right. guess... So I, I, it's hard for me to answer that question because I see young people. I mean, I know that it's not only black people, but even right. speaking from experience of going to Miami back in the day during these hot weekends, it was a lot of black people. Black people like to congregate and go to these places. So I'm sure there is a racial element. I'm not going to take that away from it. I'm sure they respond a certain way when they see a huge crowd of black people. But even living in Miami, when I would, I used to work out of South Beach. I would see black people more than I would see anybody else. Black mm-hmm. people frequent South Beach. Black people frequent South Beach. There's a lot of different types of people on South Beach, though. Yeah, like, there's a lot. There's, I, yeah, no doubt. There's a lot, but there's there are a lot of black people. Yeah, yeah. But I'm are. sure the response is not. I'm sure they would respond differently if it was not a crowd of black people. Absolutely. Well, I mean, look, my only thing is this: uh, Have there been eight o'clock curfews in past spring breaks? I think they're getting it because of COVID. It's not because so it's a, that has, so that to me is the thing then then it has nothing yeah, to do with not, who's black no then, so so my thing is every time there's a spring break or it's a Memorial Day especially if you go down there for Memorial Day <laughs> then you're gonna see it's like all over the place I don't remember I've been down there for Memorial Day I don't me remember too. any APM curfews then no it's because of COVID they're trying to limit the crowds that's what that's what the curfew is about because if you've been down there like Van and I during these times hell yeah. We've seen it before. You've been in the mix. Lit. When I say lit, they know what I'm talking about. Lit. Where Van at? He on Ocean Drive and he lit. Stop. Where Van at? He at the Clevelander and he lit. See, that's Where Van at? Van at Nikki Beach. Lit. Okay, do we even know where Van's at right now? Van's at 11. Lit. After this, guess where we're going to go? We going to Prime One Twelve, and we gonna get so lit. And so then we gonna overrated. Go to Y'all don't go to Prime One Twelve. Joe Stone Crab, and we gonna get lit. Where you in the night? Where you in the night? The Chicken Kitchen <laughs> down there, in Miami, gonna- and we gonna be lit. People know, people know, but no, 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 no place goes as hard as the Capital Beach Party. By the way. No place. Kappa no place. Beach Party. The, the Kappa Beach Party was the Kappa Beach orgy. Like, <laughs> I, I actually, it was. I actually, I actually, I've turned down sex in Galveston. But like, I can't do this. Who like, because organized the Kappa Beach Party? That's what I never... I can't remember. Because it's not like it's a big step show. Like, um, 
Oh my gosh. What was it? There was one at A&M. We had icebreaker in Texas. Like everybody used to come to these. Mm-hmm. God, what was it? I was literally I, just talking to a friend about I this. I can't remember, but anyway. I'll, I'll tell you this. They, they, they stopped calling it the Kappa Beach Party and they started calling it the Galveston, the Texas Beach Party. But I'll tell you one thing. I do remember Yeah, <laughs> the Texas Beach Party. But I'll tell you one thing. Like going down there, it was like, like even 20-year-old me, I was like, yo, this is, this is too much. Like we're not, we're not supposed to be doing this. Like I feel bad. Like you know, you'll call your mom and stuff like that. Like mom, like is that what you did? No, it, no, it's like that was debauchery. Like the streets were like that was debauchery. It was the first time I'd seen anything like it. Yeah. My Benny Hinn eyes weren't ready for that. Benny Hinn. All right, uh, Kylie Jenner is trying to help her fellow man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess her. Her makeup artist uh, was in a very serious accident. And then Kylie Jenner uh, took to social media to ask her fans for donations for the makeup artist. The the makeup artist needed $60,000. Kylie donated $5,000. And they tore her ass up. They tore Kylie's (laughs) ass up because Kylie is worth over a billion dollars. And people thought, why don't you just pay for it? rather than asking us for it. One woman said that Kylie's net worth of around one point something billion bucks, the $5,000 that she donated to the uh, the makeup artist is akin to someone who was worth 100,000 bucks donating 56 cents mm-hmm. to something. Yeah. Do you think it's fair to criticize Kylie for going online and and, and trying to raise his money rather than not just giving it. Well, Kylie tried to explain herself. Apparently, she said she saw the post on someone else's page, went to look at the GoFundMe. At the time, the GoFundMe was only for $10,000. So she contributed to the rest for them to meet their goal. Right. Then she posted it on social and it got more attention. So they expanded the amount. Um, And now I think the amount is like at $120,000. Doing really well. I, do I think that it's fair for for what was the question? Do you think it's fair for people to have jumped on Kylie about this? I mean, I think it looks bad, right? I think it looks bad for her to only donate five thousand dollars. I, I can I understand her explanation. I think it looks bad, but my thing is, I would have just paid it. And not said anything, you know, like anonymously paid it, reached out to the family. What is it that that he needs? I want to help out. He's done so much for me. Um, you know, you guys hit me up and tell me what it is that you need. I think she just brought so much, so much attention to it, unnecessary attention to it, that now people, you almost kind of open the door for people to have an opinion about you giving a measly $5,000. I'm Especially not, now that you know that it's more. I'm it's not great. outraged that she asked. I'm outraged that she was stupid enough to ask. That type, that lack of, that type of lack of self-awareness just really bothers me. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad that she tried to use her platform. To, I'm mad that she couldn't see that that Why? wouldn't be a big... Because, Why are you shocked by that is what I'm saying. It's called sustained I, be, privilege. She was because, born into a wealthy family and she's still wealthy. She is so detached from reality. But that's the thing that, that bothers me is like, you have to know that that's not going to be a thing, especially in the current economic climate that we are in, that asking people who don't have it to chip in 
And by the way, it's it's an easy story for her. It's a layup. If she pays the medical bill outright, not only do it not hurt her, it makes her look like a saint. Right. But even when it's right there, privilege just makes you it, look. It's not Out the of worst. Touch. Thing. It's not the worst thing in the world. By the way, she still did something good. But just the fact that they can't see that just shows you how far removed, you know. And, yeah. I, and it makes it makes me shoot for something. I never want to be that far removed. No matter. I was what, just how- about to say, would you ever want to be that out of touch, where you can't even come down and and understand what the rest of us or other people are out here going through? There's like a study that says that people with less money are more likely to give more to individuals than people with money. Like people with money donate to charities and stuff like that. But there's a study that shows that you're just more connected to people. And so, so you're, you're saying what, it, that Bill Gates walks by people on the street and don't give them no bread. Nope. That's I didn't crazy. say that at all. And I knew, and I'm not Why even surprised that like you that? just jumped to that conclusion. But there is a study out there that's like, and I get that. You're, you're more in touch, you're more connected to people. Yeah. So you think, so you're saying no, like, I'm not even going to go here. Like Jay-Z and so Beyonce popped, just like walk by popped, people and then like, they don't you go. You popped off. I said they give to big, to charities, but to think disasters that happen. See, the, the podcast started off the wrong way. You started off this podcast telling somebody else's business. Who? Right? Whose business? And you've been messy from the for the rest of the podcast. Whose business did I tell? Talk about Jackson? Jackson. Oh, look. The thing is, Jackson's you know, and got... And it's to set the tone and the energy for the rest of the podcast. So, uh, this is always tough to get into these stories. Uh, Texas quarterback Deshaun Watson is... In a hell of a lot of trouble. Right. There are now, I think, 13 different. I think there are more. Did it go up to 13? Am I wrong about that? Somebody fact check me on that. The number Um, keeps growing. Last I saw was 11. But I think that they were saying there are more. As of right now, it's 13. As of right now, uh, there are 13 women. 13 lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. Uh there's a lawyer down there in South Texas. His name is Tony Busby. He is uh, uh, representing these women. And the charges stem around Deshaun Watson's conduct in different massage parlors or spas. There are mm-hmm. different accusations. Some women are saying that he asked them for oral sex. Some women are saying that he exposed himself to them. Some women are saying that he rubbed his genitals on them. Uh, there's a whole gamut of things. And one of the women said, uh, that he scarred her for life after he tried to force her to give him oral sex in August of 2021. Um, another woman has said that he groped her buttocks and vagina during a June 2020 massage. Uh, so it's 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 bad. It's mm-hmm. bad. It, it, mm-hmm. It's it's bad. Um, the accusations are bad, and they're. They're, you know, Deshaun Watson. From everything that you ever got from him was is a is a, is a very nice guy. kid, stand yeah. up kid. So the question surrounding this is this: no criminal charges filed yet. This Deshaun Watson maintains his innocence. As a matter of fact, this same story existed the last time we recorded, but we didn't really cover it because we didn't know where it was going or what was going to happen with it. Right uh, now, you have thirteen different allegations. How do you navigate this? Man. Like, what do you think? It's, there is, 
I mean, what like with the climate that we live in right now, what is the proper way to address a situation like this involving a public figure that you may or may not have liked? Well, who are you saying who the proper way for who to address? People like like, for example, you and, have to. OK, go ahead. So, for, for example, you're a dude. I'm not a big Texas fan, but I like Deshaun Watson, right? Sure. He has 13 different allegations. None of them have been proven. Nothing set in stone. But 13 allegations is 13 allegations. So the question then becomes, how do we navigate these things? You want to be in a situation to where you want answers to something before you make a determination. But at the same time, you want to be in a situation. And by the way, this is not just for Deshaun Watson. This is for any of the... This is not the last time we've dealt with this. Or the first time. It's not going to be the last time. Um, And I guess the question is, you could name any of the the myriad of people that are, that are in this, even in the same situation with T.I. and Tiny. What is the playbook now to deal with this? Like, how do I, we deal with this? I think you don't jump to conclusions and you don't jump to assumptions, but at the same time, sexual assault is a real thing. Yeah. And these, and you have to give um, deference to the victims because they need to be heard. You have 13 different allegations. They all have a similar story in the sense that they happened either in a massage massage parlor or a spa, but the level of the assault is different. It's varying. They're different stories as to what happened to these women. You have to take it at face value. And for all the people who are like, because I feel like this is what we do as a society. Oh, they file lawsuits. They're after money. Where's the criminal case? Why didn't they report this to the police? First of all, it's not our place to say that at all. Second, A civil assault is a real thing. It is intentionally or knowingly touching someone in a way that is that a reasonable person would regard as offensive. It is easier to prove a case in a civil court than it is in a criminal court. The burden of proof is different. So to me, it makes all the sense in the world that they're filing uh, in civil court, that they're filing these lawsuits. And I think the best thing to answer, go back to your question, is don't assume anything. Don't, a lot of times people want to give credit to the person who is the star, who is the the one who has the name, because you know them more than you know these 13 women who haven't been, um, or you think you know them more than these pe- women who have not been identified yet publicly. And I think the best thing you do is just wait, wait for the story, just like we didn't talk about it. When we when we at first heard, we're talking about it now, but we're just talking about it. We're not putting any type of conclusion on it. But I think the the wrong thing to do, and I say this, and this is a person who's a friend of mine, uh, Deshaun's agent. You know, he got a lot of flack on Twitter because he talked about that sexual assault is real, and he said that victims should be hurt. Then he had a but. Individuals, he said, "quote Individuals fabricate stories in pursuit of financial gain. Often, you shouldn't have said that." You put a butt and you're discrediting these women and counting them out. I get it. You understand Deshaun in a different way than the rest of us do because you're his agent and you know him on a personal level. But it's wrong to do that because we don't know what the truth is at this point. All we know is, is that there's alle- there are allegations and we need to allow the people who investigate these things and who handle this in a court system to do their job. And that's the way to do it. Uh, so one of the women, he had seen her twice. She said she wasn't initially where that he was the same man who had allegedly groped her before, but that he agreed not to be inappropriate again. 
but later told her he wanted to ejaculate and told her to touch his penis before allegedly forcing her mouth on his penis. Um, this all comes when Deshaun Watson is in the middle of something uh, professionally. You know, he's been he's demanded a trade from the Houston Texans, and mm-hmm. you know all that. I've certainly certainly takes a back burner to sort of these allegations, but. I think it's also interesting the way this is being handled uh, in the NFL. You know, Deshaun Watson hasn't been cut, released, suspended, or anything like that. It seems as if more so than anybody else that I've seen, if he was like an actor or something like that, and he had shows coming up and all of that stuff, all of that stuff would be done. They would be they would have taken them all, all, all of that stuff. If it was 13 women and he was an actor and he was on a television show or he was something like that, all of that stuff would be coming to a halt till this was over. Um, it's a little different because of the structure of the NFL. But, sure. Uh, and maybe a lot different, but it seems as if most places are giving him a fairer shake to, to kind of figure this whole thing out. And I'm, I'm interested in why. That's what's alarming to me. People are still, you're still hearing about teams that are interested in trading for him. That's to me the wild thing more than anything. It's as if we're just going to continue to go about our day and not, and pretend that these 13 allegations aren't there. That's the more alarming thing. I'm looking side eye at these teams who are still considering having him on their team before they even do their due diligence and figure out what's going on with these lawsuits. Let me ask you a question. So these women right now, we don't know who they are, right? They, they, they're, they're anonymous. Much like in the situation with T.I., the women are anonymous. And there are a lot of people who say uh, that their anonymity in some way takes away from the claims that they're making. Like, you got to... That's the dumbest thing. People say... That's what people are saying. People are saying, like, anybody who's anonymous can say anything. But people involved with the case, no. Yeah, and that's what... My my thing is, like, they've talked to someone. They've talked to their lawyers. They've talked to... Does it... Why do we have to know? It seems to me almost a way to force women to force an accuser, whoever it is, to be mm-hmm. held up to some sort of ridicule. Like, if you're going right. to say this, you need to say it publicly in front of everyone. I, I don't know. I, in, in terms of this situation, it this doesn't look good. Like it, 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 uh, it, 13. It just keeps growing, the number. Right. All similar stories. I, it's... Once again, yeah. Deshaun completely denies... All of the allegations and says that they aren't true. Uh, it's just that's a that's 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 a lot. That's a yeah. lot uh, as they mount, and we'll see. Hopefully, uh, whatever the truth is, it does come to light. Let's take a mm-hmm. break. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, 
right? all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay. It's time for Van's very serious question of the week. Are you ready for it? Oh, I thought that was Thursday. No, I'm not ready. And the way you've been and the energy you've been bringing into this podcast, I'm, I'm actually a little afraid for whatever the question is. First of all, don't it's first of all Monday. me. It's every Monday. Don't That's first of all me. It's every Monday. Okay. Are you ready? Go ahead. So, you get to make one demand of the opposite sex forever. You get to one demand. You'll say this, and men have to do this. So like all men, not just my man. All men, not just your man. All men have to do this forever. You get one wish. You have to use it on the opposite sex. Okay? What will be your one wish for the opposite success? One demand. One thing you can change. One thing you can implement. One thing men have to do forever. For every woman, for every person. You get to control one aspect of men. What is it? What would you make men do? The first thing that comes to my mind is equality, right? Like okay. you treat us right. as your equal in every form or fashion. That's what you would do? Yeah, equality. You got to treat us like you're equal. So you get to make men do one thing for... The okay, rest this of time. is so not. I this is a question I really, really need to think about. But but sure, if it's if it's all not, men, oh, well, well, if not, it's I'm all not, men, okay, sure, I'm not, equality, there's nothing wrong fine, with equality. I'm just gonna go. That's my answer. That's my, of course there's nothing wrong with equality. Right, no, that's my answer. That's, that's a good that's answer. My, it's a good answer. That's my it, answer. Okay. Treat oh, women oh, equally. Oh, I got a good answer. Okay. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. What's uh, yours? <laughs> uh, to women for the rest of life. Yeah. To leave us alone when we're doing stuff. That's the answer. See, I don't think I do that. Yes, you do. No, yes, I do. don't. I bet you do. Brian. What do you mean stuff? What do you mean when you're doing stuff? When I'm doing stuff. When I'm playing the game. See, Brian's not don't, a gamer. Don't, don't tell me you, about do what's this. going on with your home. We girl. watch sports together. When I'm sitting down watching Avengers Mightiest Heroes, tell me what's going on. Okay? When I'm when I'm when I'm hanging out. So you're saying women are <laughs> nagging. That's what I just heard. Women I, are naggers. I'm saying just leave me alone when I'm trying to do I'm stuff. over here fighting on the front lines for equality for women, and you're talking about we nag, y'all. Look, I'm telling you, I think personally that, personally, I think that if my wish was granted, there would be equality. I think that would be the That thing. is the most sexist thing you've ever said <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look, look, look. So here's the, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not look, I don't need I don't want women to be like hyper twerkers or to be super sexual <laughs> or to do anything like that or to 
I need you to be, I need you to be home and and do all that. I don't want none of that. Take care of me and cook my meal. Oh, none of that. Look how he's imitating us, y'all. No, 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 no. no. That's how guys sound. I don't need none oh, of that. Oh, that's guys. Okay. All I need is just leave me alone when I'm trying to do stuff. That's it. When I'm but what if to you're do... always doing something? You just want us Ooh. to leave you alone? Ooh, now that's a good question. What if you're always doing something? Because sometimes you are, sometimes we are. That's a good question. I, but you know what? I think I should be able to. I think that I should be able to have maybe like four hours a day of stuff. Just four hours of stuff. You know, that means just stuff. That's not that long. So you're you're cool with four hours a day? Yeah, because I got stuff to do too. Go ahead, have your little little four hours. So So this is what we've discussed. This is the difference between men and women. Women want equality. And men want to be left alone while they're doing stuff. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like you know, think about that. I want men, equal pay. I want you to treat us the same. I want right. you to respect us the same way. Right. Yeah. And I just want to be left alone while I'm doing stuff. <laughs> That's it. What are you, what, like, like I'm sitting down, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is on. I'm watching Star Wars Rebels. You come down and and now, and then if I don't pay attention, now I'm bad. You know? So it's like, leave me alone while I'm doing this stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know? But I do, and I know I do, I do need to be more attentive though. I do. I need to be more attentive. I need to be more attentive. I need to do better. I feel like, I feel like so another woman would say that, that I would want men to be more attentive. Yeah. I need to, I need to, I need to be more attentive. Actually, I, that might be my second one. That would have been my second one. See? We're getting to the bottom of it. You know that you interrupt him while he's doing. What kind of stuff no, does Brian like to do? That's not why. That's not why. Brian. Brian loves sports. Mm-hmm. Brian is watching sports all the time. Right. Do you like was, when you watch sports with him? Do you? Watch I have sports a with limit. Him? I have a limit. Right. Like I don't watch the NBA year round. Like I like to watch when it starts to get popping or if there's Playoffs, a big yeah. big matchup. Brian's watching it all the time. Especially if it's the heat. And I'm like, nobody wants to watch. I don't want to watch the heat. I don't want to watch what, that. You know what it sounds like you're doing? No, I go to another room. See, it I'll leave like you alone. It sounds like you're talking to him while he's doing stuff. Oh, I'm talking to you. I'll leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the question. Equality and solitude. Uh, I like this, though. It's good. It's I like good. that question. It's a good one. Like, well, like, you get to make one rule. Leave me alone. I'm doing stuff. I'm playing the game. <laughs> I'm playing a goddamn game. Okay? This game this is Madden. Teach you how to play? No. No. You don't want to know how to play. I've been playing the same game since 1996. You too behind to learn how to play. It's not going to happen. Like, I feel like you're getting upset. Let me play my goddamn God. game. <laughs> Leave me alone. All right. Fucking... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not this bad of a partner. I'm sorry. Um, uh, okay, we are <laughs> we are Kalika. done. <laughs> we we are done. Uh, thank you. Take your caps off. Do not stop learning. Um, I am Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay. We out. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. 
When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom and the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 